Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is a big theory podcast. We might be childhood friends and I might drag it on the bend, but I'm sure it's crazy kids to like it out in the end. I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose, but I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. I think I'm ready now to tell you this story, but I need your support because it's pretty embarrassing for me. Oh, I can handle embarrassing for you. I thought it was going to be like embarrassing for me or embarrassing for us somehow. I'm fine I with don't, embarrassing for you. What I'm saying is I need your support, not can you handle it. Oh, okay. Like I yeah. need you to be supportive like through the telling of the story. And it's sure. like delicate. So I've already told you the first half of the story. Um, but I'm going to have to me. I'm going to have Refresh to retell me. it to you with some edits because the 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 true like pure force of the story is the first half of it which happened about a month ago is it's too embarrassing but i'll give you sort of an expurgated version which you'll be aware of cuz you know the full story but basically here's the thing a thing that you know about me that maybe our listeners don't know is sometimes like in moments of reflection of deep reflection when i'm alone with myself and thinking my oh, thoughts yeah. as I don't know, in the shower, going for a run, you know, like fully lost in thought. I will um, sh- shout things sometimes. You'll yell. Yeah, you'll kind of yell. And people at work have noticed it. I'll be and like, it's, stupid, it's stupid. It's usually, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably, I don't know what kind of ailment it is. It's definitely an ailment, but it's usually self- Self-abuse. Yeah. 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 Negativity I'll remember- aimed at yourself. I'll be deep in thought, and I'll re- either or remember. Say fuck a duck. You say fuck a duck a lot. Fuck a duck. I say a lot. Yeah. I'll remember either an embarrassing moment, or like something I've forgotten to do, or something I did wrong, or something I wish I'd done differently, and I'll say something like "stupid fucker." Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I'll say it quite loudly, and which is fine because it only happens when I'm alone. No. But what it, when it's not fine is when I think I'm alone, but I'm not, and that's when sort of the trouble can can start yeah but so yeah i have noticed that i've picked up on that (laughs) so i'm sure there are a lot of people for whom this is true so maybe this is relatable if you're a listener and may and if not then you know it's as embarrassing for me as it seems to you it's it's a weird thing that i do but famously to you and me because i told you this story when it happened uh i go running in my neighborhood and yeah you know running is kind of a perfect time for this because i'm like listening to music i'm deep in the thought who's, my body is otherwise occupied you're like a you're also like a tough new yorker now you yeah. know you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to be out there like shouting people on the street <laughs> yeah. so i'm running in my neighborhood you know in my little running gear with my little you know cute little marathon advertisement shirt yeah running through the neighbor One the day. beautiful neighborhood here in new york and uh i'll bleep that i guess because we don't want to yeah. triangulate 
uh, as you know, the thing happens where like I suddenly remember that I, you know, deeply embarrassed myself the day before and it suddenly pops into my head and I do one of those things. I say something like, and I won't say the actual thing because it really was too embarrassing to say, but something like, you fucking shit weasel. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> at the moment that I yell this out of the blue, piercing the, you know, the crisp air of and then I will again bleep that. Yeah. Uh, I round a corner and a man is sitting on his deck holding a newspaper, <laughs> having his yeah. morning coffee, looking out over the newspaper like with like a look of just extreme disgust and like somehow disappoint like he's disappointed in me. Like yeah. it's like what the fuck happened and also now I'm somehow instantaneously disappointed in this person. He raised for... his kids in that house. You know? <laughs> Something fucking and terrible you are <laughs> And I, like, caught his eye at, at that moment and, like, did the only thing I know how to do in that situation where I, like, suddenly, like, unfurrow my brow, like, grin big and give him a wave, like, hey, good morning, as if, like, n- n- we both didn't hear what just happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <sighs> I would so, either... Yeah. It, depending on like the mood I was in, I would either <laughs> immediately turn around and just walk away or run away. I'm already and running, never, and probably never go that way ever again. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and the other thing I would do is maybe pretend I was on a call because I surely yeah. had like Bluetooth headphones in, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sorry, I just like. I thought about that. I I thought about it for the rest of the run, and I lost I a did... big bet. On my way back, I thought seriously about like being pretending to be being like, oh well, yeah, sorry, uh, yeah, like uh, <laughs> I, I I'm getting another call right now, so I call it something just like very obviously that that's happening. But like I ended up not going through with that charade because it's like even if you believed it, like I'm still like calling someone on this call like a weird fucking name, like <laughs> really angrily, and it's still like it's slightly less embarrassing, but still like what's with this guy? You know, like he's going. You get a read run. on you. You could say like, <laughs> oh, sorry, the um, the commander's lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That should have. I should have turned to the guy on the porch and been like, can you believe the, these fucking Yankees? You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I that remained embarrassing for me in my mind uh, for a month, and then I forgot about it. And it caused it. an expletive. It caused one of your outbursts. Oh, almost certainly, yeah. yeah. But so then, uh, I unfortunately, I did forget about it. and yeah. But I, I've been better since then. Like, when I'm on my little runs, I'm like, you can't do that thing. <laughs> Just in general, even if you think you're alone. But a few days ago, I was going on a run on the same route. And this is really not my fault. This is not my fault. I was listening to a music podcast about indie rock, which, you know, that's that's what I do. That's who I am. That's what I do. I was listening to an indie rock music podcast. And the two men were the two 40-year-old men who were talking about indie rock made the statement, which is unequivocal. I think everyone will agree Guided by Voices is a very difficult band to get into because they have such a extensive back catalog. I definitely know Guided by Voices, but tell me, Jack, from yeah. your editorial perspective, yeah, while you finish your your discussion, <laughs> just so I can just get a little taste, yeah, if I'm going to put on one Guided by Voices song in the background, just so I can get a little sip, what am yeah. I putting on? Maybe I am a scientist.
That's a good starter for Guided by okay. Voices. That's what they're, they're having that discussion. You know, these guys have like 40 fucking albums. Where do you start? And one of the men said, That's well, like you know, Pete like Pete music everybody video. knows that like if you if you want to like get into Guided by Voices, like the obvious place to start is B-1000, which is yeah, the one of their album, one of their great albums. Yeah. It was at this moment uh, that I, virulently disagreeing with this take, Matador Records, yelled out as loud as I could, "Alien Lanes!" <laughs> Alien what? Alien Lanes. And at that very moment, I rounded the corner, and the same fucking same man guy. looking over his fucking newspaper, drinking his coffee, like, yeah, fucking catches my eye. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> But anyway, if you're interested in getting into Guided by Voices, you can't go wrong with either Alien Lanes or B-1000. They're both great albums, but I would say Alien Lanes. It, it just kind of edges it out. Um, yeah, it's good. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, that's my tale. Uh, it's not, it like, seems like they're having fun in the music video. They're like shooting a b-ball. It's a good song, right? Guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, welcome back. We um, <clears throat> so this is like um, I guess this is sort of like directed by Joss Whedon, and we're sort of in the back of the Black Escalade having oh, yeah. that conversation. Okay, like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, on <laughs> route. You know, it's a long, and it's a drive. little charming. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, oh, this one's I guess a little funny or whatever. It's maybe it's more like Tarantino. Oh yeah, There's you like know, feet stuff. Sure, fine. Yeah, there's some feet. Imagine that there was some feet stuff. In yeah. Like, uh, um, so, like, that story's happening. Everyone's like, this is a funny story. Like, the car explodes. The, you know, like, suddenly. Escalade, like, T-bones. Jackknives, yeah. Jackknives. It goes over yeah. on its wheels. And, like, we're, like, harnessed in. Like, what's going on? You know? <laughs> and we step out, and yeah. it's... Our old nemesis, Alec Baldwin's yes. Jack Ryan. Alec Baldwin's Jack Ryan, who we thought and we, we fucking took care of. Get to work. I pull out my like cyber <laughs> katana and I like slot in my like yeah. um, samurai warfare Nero chip. Hell yeah, yeah. I've got like one of those like Daft Punk helmets that just like appears yeah. around my head. That's you cool. know, and what else? Yeah. Like a Tron cyber cycle. Yeah, we're we're like just like that's our reflex, and we fly at this guy, right? Yeah, what we're fly. like hammering away at him. He's like laying us out, but we're like <laughs> keeping up just a little bit. Yeah, and right when we think we've got him, like, we're just teetering. We're out of like potions, like we're out of you know Phoenix Downs. Yeah, his health is like you know right in the red. He says, I'm not, not even this film's main Jack Ryan. Ryan. And that's and what, like, that's his health just bar, enough like, for him to get away. Yeah. And like in his place, like he glo- like erupts in a holy glow. Yeah. <laughs> and when it dims down, it's Harrison Ford. It's Jack Fuck. Ryan. It's Harrison Ford's Jack Ryan. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, and then they probably get away because we have got to do. Yeah, the rest yeah, of the and then movie. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it gives us time to recover, but now we can. We'll have to hunt him. I guess we've. Um, well, I don't know where we are. I've lost track. Oh, we were in a flipped over Escalade. 
We're in a flipped over jack knife. We'll just call like an escalate. Uber. Yeah, we, and our you know we have like to get back we're to the field we're office. standing down. Yeah, somewhat the worse for wear. We got to get back to the field office, but it turns out that the the hunt for the hunks of the hunt for Red October yeah continues apace, and if some of the hunks that we hunted. It seems like we can't put them down for good. They've reemerged. And they brought back up new hunks. Yeah, I would say maybe the hunkiest. Yeah, the hunkiest both hunk. Diegetically and non diegetically. Well, of and them this, all. Alec Baldwin's Jack Ryan is oh. even hunkier than the last what one we hunted. And it's complicated. <laughs> and he's just a little like side dish, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a good movie. It's full of hunks, and yeah. the hunting was good, or it's about to be good. The hunk hunting was good, and I guess for people who are just catching up, we're in the middle of a content block. It's called the hunt. Yeah, for the, the well, the show's the called Strange October. Bedfellows, and yeah. the premise is where um, dudes, can you believe it? And we're doing <laughs> romance what? movies, and we used to do the books too. Can you believe it? But they're too long. <clears throat> we do content blocks in this content block because it's the autumn is yeah. It's the fall. Our October hunt. Yeah, for the hunts of for Red the hunks. October. For the hunts. For the hunt yeah. of Red October. And we're hunk hunters, and we're hunting all the hunks in the hunt for Red October uh, throughout the romance movies is, um, that they've done. Agent uh, Tanner Greenring. Yeah. My code name is Nutmeg. Okay, yeah, and I'm Agent Jack Shepard. I guess my code name is Shit Weasel. Why not? <laughs> Instead of on the brain at the moment. <laughs> yeah, and we're hunting hunks. Um, we're hunk hunters, and this week we got more than we bargained for because we were hunting the uh, Alec Baldwin's Jack Ryan into 19, 1980-somethings, uh, judging by the hairstyles, working girl. And what did we find? Harrison Ford's Jack Ryan. Unexpected. And some others. Should we do our hit segments called Dramatis Personides? Where we, oh, what's like happening to you? Smoke from the crash is starting to clear. You okay, know? yeah. Yeah. Well, now but we're like just... We, the two main hunks have, like, they're gone. Yeah. But they've left their hunk henchmen behind. There's Should a lot of we talk about hunks. the other hunks? Let's talk about the other hunks in this film. Yeah, well, I there's think non-hunks, that's probably, too. Yeah, there's hunks. There's... Melanie Griffiths, Griffiths is in it. Melanie Griffiths is in it, and she is fabulous. My yeah. goodness. I thought she was so good in this. And who else is in it? K-Pax. K-Pax is in it. <laughs> Unexpected. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah look, he's young. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, the young everyone's little K-Pax. babies. Young everyone's K-Pax, little babies young in this. Alec young Baldwin. K-Pax. Um, um, the guy who tried to get me fired from major media company's sister is in this one. Oh yes, yeah. We won't say who. We won't say who it is. We don't want to say. We don't want to reveal the name of the man who did try to get you fired from major media company for making fun of his movie. He didn't. He didn't. We shouldn't libel him. (laughs) He did. I. I, Well, I didn't get. I did not. He didn't succeed in getting you fired, but he did try. I don't remember that, and I wouldn't say that. But without revealing who that is, we will say that he has a famous sister called Jane Cusack, who's in this movie. Joan. (laughs) Joan Cusack. Oh, sorry. Are you trying to like... (laughs) Joan Cusack's in this one. Um, K-Pax is in it. Who else? Um, 
David Harrison uh, Ford's Jack Ryan. Ryan David Duchovny is in it uh, for one second, and but it's so short that we had to when we were watching it in my family. I'm sure you did the same. We had to rewind <laughs> and pause the frame that David yeah. Duchovny is in in order to confirm that he was in fact in the film. But he's just smiling in the background at a surprise party. <laughs> Ancillary hunk. Yeah, it's in no way related to. The Hunt for Red I kind October of wish that Jack David Ryan. Duchovny had been in The Hunt for Red October because this would have been a funny oh, yeah. choice given how how much he's Quickly in this he film. Was in it. <laughs> Timothy Carhart. Yes. Okay, who's that? Looking. <laughs> okay, you're just naming guys from IMDb now. His IMDb picture is like uh, still where he's clearly in the background and yeah. it's kind of blurry and he's not even in the frame. Right. Um, so I think he's like does mostly small roles, but he's in both this and um, the Hunt for Red October. Let me tell you what he's called in both. Maybe we can find some symmetry. Okay. When did this movie come out? Nineteen eighty something. Wow, Judging by the hairstyles, <laughs> never stopped working. Journey. Yeah. He played Bill Steiner in nineteen nineties The Hunt for Red October. Oh wait, so he's another hunk from The Hunt for Red October. And in Working Girl, he played Tim Draper as Tim Carhart. What the fuck? So now I guess cut scene to like we're back at HQ, like working furiously on our computers. Or we don't work on computers. We're like walking around. And like the tech guy report. is working on his computers. And he's like, Sir, Sir I, think I think you'll want to see this. this. You know? Put it up. Put it on my HUD. Put it on. Yeah. Put it up on I the like big a, screen. Another like, yeah. cyber thing in the back of my <laughs> There's more hunks from the Hunt for Red October. The, not only are there two Jack what? Ryans in this one, <laughs> there's more hunt hunks from the Hunt for Red October that we didn't even know about. Uh, 2020. He was in Yellowstone. He plays fucking A.G. Stewart in Yellowstone. That seems big. Which also sometimes has Harrison Ford's Jack Ryan in it, doesn't it? Wow, and Kevin Costner from um... Robin, Robin Hood, Hood Prince, Prince of Thieves. Of Thieves. <laughs> yeah. With hunk uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. Wow, it's such a web. That's this it's is web. like when you're a hunk hunter like us. Yeah, it's God, all they connected. Do like a Discovery Channel show about us. You yeah. get so stuck up in this stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, People you take think we're one like hunt down, and it's just like oh, you just like cut the cap off like a hunk nest that, that yeah. was like it's spewing hunks out. all the way down. Yeah. People think that we're paranoid, but. Uh, you're not paranoid if, you know, if it's all, there's a hunk nest, when there's a hunk nest, as they say, right? Working girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Working girl, um, I'll just say up front, what a fantastic film. It's fucking great. It's so Didn't fun. Didn't know what to expect. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> you you said this is the the reason for the season, right? It's a reason for the season. It's, it's along with the film Bull Durham. Starring Hunk oh, Kevin Costner. Can't wait for it's that one. It's the reason that my wife, Sarah, suggested that we do Hunks for Red October, though I don't think the way that we've done it is the way that she envisioned it. Movies that <laughs> share stars. Did you know that IMDb has this? Yeah. What a, what a feature. Yeah. Collaborations to search. So what's the title one? Bull Durham. Yeah. Sorry to let you in on how the sausage is made, everyone. Oh, so we can see if Bull Durham has a hunk from The Hunt for Red October. The Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Bull Durham was 1988? Yeah. Whew. It's a good movie. It's funny. <sighs> no results. We can look for a Jack Ryan in the cast. 
Yeah, it's we'll maybe have at, to right? look for Jack Ryan in the cast. Yeah, but that might be hard. I guess you can see. I don't think there's going to be. There are there are limited Jack. What Ryan's. am I, the tech guy? Sorry, Agent Shitweasel. He took my keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. First, you make me do all the strategy work, and now I'm doing all the <laughs> tech work too. I don't think there's any hunks in this movie. So my regards to to Sarah. Yeah, well, she should be happy if we ended up with Working Girl. Turns out Working Girl is just a an absolute swarm of hunks. You try tin cup. It's infested. Well, what I was suggesting to Sarah is if she likes Kevin Costner baseball movies, we can do Field of Dreams, which has hunk James Earl Jones in it from oh, yeah. The Hunt for Red October. I think and that she would be said, great. No, and I don't like And the kill like, count, okay, and that yeah, one is cool. like through the roof. <laughs> It's like every baseball player who died like until that point, I think. I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen the movie in a while. I've never seen it. Um, we should um, say what happens in this film, because we've only got about five minutes before we need to take a break, and we should give people who haven't seen it a flavor of what the film is about. Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, here we go. Credited in Tin Cup, 1996, and The Hunt for Red October. Nine people. Nine people. What? This is like, T- a, we just found like a, this is a hunk nest. <laughs> <laughs> so we can watch Tin Cup. I think you're going to have to at some point. Great. <laughs> Let me look I, at the list. None is that Rene Russo as well? Anything... What's that? Is that Rene Russo as well? Because in some ways, it's like a reprise of Bull Durham. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's just I showing me the nine people who, who it's are just showing in common you the with Red October, and they're, I think, all in the music department? Location <laughs> management. Oh, I didn't realize we were allowed to hunt hunks who were like, not actually like in the film. Well, I, I guess, hope we do because <clears throat> yeah, I just got a uh, an update on my HUD. Okay, what what are we in right now? Remind me. W- what we're like in HQ? Is that what you mean? We're like in role HQ. play wise. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the tech and, guy has been talking this whole time, but we like long since stopped paying attention. Did you get any of that, Agent Nutmeg? Over the over all of our comms, you know, yeah. we're like working all of this out. I've just found this hunk nest. Yeah. <laughs> and over our comms, all the screens and everything all of a sudden start to scramble, and we just hear this like eerie music from okay. Working Girl, sort of like interlaced with the music from The Hunt for Red October. Okay. Uh, the, 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 and I hear. Screeching through. We all throw off our headsets. Yeah. Just, this is just me, but I hear in my headset uh, the screams of me. Uh, trying to edit this episode. Oh, I know. As right? you're saying that, and then yeah. um, <laughs> as we throw off our headsets, we realize that it's not coming from our headsets; it's coming from outside. Okay. And as as we step outside, we realize that there's another hunk out there. Another hunk. Who yeah, is we'll it? have to we'll have to hunt him after this break. Okay. <laughs> I think that'll be our final hunk, and then we can talk about the movie. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to 
do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like getting people wet who don't want to be wet. So it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet. That's us. Like, that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i am evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient flexible suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist you can switch at any time no additional charge uh go check it out learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help visit betterhelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash bedfellows see you there well not me but have fun Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, we're the music back. is screaming yeah. on the street, and you know Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, that like big camp truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. big. Time. It's that yeah, yeah. at the top. There's a big golden throne laid out on it, like Jabba the Hutt is. Music department, internationally recognized film music coordinator, with thousands of hours in front of orchestras in Hollywood and around the world. Composer and conductor John Beale. John Beale and what uh, and what's going on, on with little this like slave Leia leashes? He has all the other hunks. Well, I'm looking at a picture of this dude, and he is kind of he's he's like a whole snack. And it turns out there's a third hunk in this yeah. movie, and it's him. This guy, it's him. Unbelievable. So we've got. Hang on, we've got two Jack Ryan's and three hunks. That's hunk nest. It's a hunk nest, folks. Yeah. Wow, That's, we stumbled says, right onto one. This is that's a hunk nest, folks. Who puts in his like neuro chip? We thought this was just going to be a routine mission. Jack says, "I'm getting too old for this." <laughs> God damn it! I was two weeks from retirement. <laughs> what happens in this movie? It's not all about hunks. It is honestly all about hunks. It's all about hunks. It's all about Melanie Griffith. Sigourney There's Weaver. A scene where, Ripley um, is in this. Harrison one. Ford. She's in it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> There's a scene where Harrison Ford just gratuitously gets undressed and shirt off for no in reason. front of a bunch of like clapping and like hooting women. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's really good. Harrison Ford is great. He's playing Han Solo in this one. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just chopping it up and having fun. He's playing sort of like halfway <laughs> between he's playing the little Venn diagram between the character he was in 
Was he in the firm? Which one of the clear and present danger? Which one was he a businessman in? Which one is Harrison Ford a businessman in? Which movie? One of those Tom Clancy or um, John Grisham movies. I couldn't tell you. And Indiana Jones, because he's a little like... Yeah. He's a little erudite, you know? He's a little erudite in this one. He's very charming. We should say a little bit about the film. So Melanie Griffith is working her way up, but she's just a... She's an admin at at this juncture, and she is working her way up to become... uh, She wants to... Like, she has big ideas for business. Yeah, she's she can make she sees connections where no one else can because she and then, reads the um the like People magazine. But like the hedge fund bros that are working with her are terrible sexist assholes. They like they offer her the film opens with them offering her like what seems like a promotion opportunity, but it's actually just they're like trying to set her up with K Pax, who's gonna like take advantage of her in a limo, but doesn't. And so that's like the that's the world, the men's world that she lives in. She gets transferred after like really kind of burning those guys pretty hard. Oh, yeah. She she like puts up on like the stock ticker. Like my boss has like a tiny penis or something. Test, test, test. No, you don't get ahead in this world by calling your boss a pimp. Well, he is. Yeah. And so she is she's transferred and then she gets to work for girl boss Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yes. Yeah. She knows how to make things happen. She doesn't apologize yeah. for anything. Right. Um she sleeps with whom she wants to because she wants to. And she's making it in a man's world and I thought she was going to be nice, but no, she's not. She's she connivingly steals Melanie Griffith's good idea for like a merger situation that she, that no one else had thought of and steals Let's- it. Yes. Let's do um do we have a segment for when we get into the mind of the hunk? Cuz uh, I kind of no, want to do a side one. sort of a side segment off of that. So it's kind of tricky to introduce a new segment and then to yeah. do like cuz I want to get into the mind of Sigour- Sigourney Weaver in this movie. Okay, that's fine. She's yeah, kind of so... a hunk. Some something kind of hunky about being a girl boss, right? Yeah. That's super. There's nothing hunkier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's inside the mind. Yeah. Okay, like it's like um inner space. Oh, yeah, or like being John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah, maybe more like that. Let's merge, you and I. Think of it, darling. Can Big Jack come out to play? So we're being Sigourney right now, right? Yeah. We're getting in her mind, and what's happening? She has made her way up in a man's world. Yeah. To become a girl boss. Mm-hmm. Great. We're in favor of that. Knows how to get things done. She's got herself quite a catch. Uh, beautiful man, Harrison Ford. Yeah, spoiler. Jack um, Ryan. It's sort of not revealed movie. that it's Harrison Ford until pretty late in the movie. She talks about like, oh, I think he's going to propose. That he's my special beau. But she, we don't know that that it's it ends up being a pretty complicating factor when we discover. Of course, that it's of course, Jack. Ford. But you remember yeah. that we are in the mind. Oh of right, we're in. Sorry, we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Okay, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. we of course know that we're in love yeah. with uh, with Harrison Jack Ryan. Ford. Is yeah. his name in this movie? <laughs> and he does something, mergers and acquisitions. That will, so that's what we all do. Yeah. You are about to be proposed to. Everything is clicking into place. Mm-hmm. You're about to go on vacation. You hire a new assistant. She's great, bright. Yeah. You're really looking forward to mentoring her. Yeah. Like showing her the ropes, teaching her how to like get ahead without like burning bridges because like it's so difficult for a woman in this world. Yeah. 
you are skiing, you break your leg. Yeah. And you're put up for like two weeks. Right. You still manage to get a lot done. You're you're charming everyone in the assistant, hospital. Yeah, and your yeah. assistant really steps in and helps out with this like Jack Ryan deal. <laughs> you get back to find that not only has your like near fiance been cheating on you with your assistant, yeah. but your assistant has, has done the deal. Like snaked you. <laughs> yeah. To do your deal. Like, so that's and then that, that, now that's happened, right? Yeah. Who's to blame? Is Who's that the question? Yeah. I now I we think can I'm... warp out of her mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Oh God. <laughs> it's extremely destabilizing. Um, I well, having been in there, you really took me there. I completely <clears throat> agree with you. <laughs> like the crux of the movie is that like it's Melanie Griffith's idea, and then Sigourney uses it without giving her credit. But like that's broadly fine yeah and then also like like, says to her at some point like just so you know like i shared that idea and if they bite on it like i'm gonna bring you in on it do you happen to see this what is it it's an outline of your idea for a trask radio acquisition i was planning to send it over to jack trainer to have a look i thought i'd give your idea one last go around it just occurs to me looking at it that it reads as though it were my idea see jack got burned once he was accused of Stealing a plan for taking a company private. He's very sticky about the ethics of reviewing other people's formative strategies. He wouldn't have looked at it if I'd said it was from a colleague, and I couldn't very well say it was his secretary's notion anyway. The point is, Tess, that I'm still trying to get you heard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but her reaction is a little um It's a little strong. suspect. Yeah, yeah. She has sort of a big reaction and, like, essentially decimates the life of... Uh, Melanie Griffith until yeah I think we're supposed to think that Sigourney Weaver is evil to the core but it in retrospect it doesn't seem that bad what she did which is she takes Melanie Griffith's good idea that Melanie Griffith gave her for free as her underling and does the idea anyway she doesn't because she breaks her leg Melanie Griffith pretends to be Sigourney Weaver does the idea does the big acquisition pretends that she's not a secretary but in fact a big Boss girl, what do we say? Girl, girl boss. boss. Hashtag. Boss girl kind of makes more sense, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> it's boss baby. They don't call it baby boss, do they? Yeah, boss do they? baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then she... Um, falls in love with Harrison Ford, makes it big in a man's world. They go to... Uh, she gets a big office in the World Trade Center. Oh, yeah. So they should say... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't she? They, we they, should they, say... What's, what's the year? 1988. She'll yeah. be fine. Maybe she'll have moved on. Uh, the movie ends. It's <laughs> yeah. it's it's not like a. Was it a super long movie? I don't think it was a super long movie, but it ends. And the film like, does end. Great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It resolves. <laughs> she proves that it was her idea all along. She's on yeah. the account. Sig- yeah. Sigourney's off the account. She's in love with Jack Ryan. They're going to get married and have babies. Yeah. I'll hit stop on the on the Apple TV. Yeah. And there's still like 20 minutes left. Yeah. And you're like, all right, I guess the credits are long or something. And then it just cuts to the next scene where she just shows up at work the next day. Yeah. And they have a whole fantasy sequence where (laughs) she thinks the secretary's desk is her desk and that the job she's gotten at Jack Ryan's company is Is as a a secretary. Her, yeah. I guess she like didn't negotiate, despite being a girl boss, she didn't negotiate her salary or ask what the title and job responsibilities would be. Yeah, 
She was just like, but yes, I'll take a job. She's sort of enchanted to learn that it's her secretary. And, and she actually, has the, the window office. The corner office is hers. Yeah. And the secretary is like, I'm sorry, ma'am. And she's like, no, we're, I consider you an equal partner. Yeah. Call me girl boss. <laughs> Call me girl boss. I would like to, if with your permission, do a big hit segment now that we've said the movie. I think pretty adequately. Everyone and should watch it. hunted the hunks. We hunted the hunks. Yeah, we haven't, I don't think we got them all necessarily, but we've, we've done a good job. We went deep inside the mind of Sigourney Weaver to kind of gather evidence. We found yeah. ourselves a couple Jack Ryans, and then we're just going to smoke out the rest of this hunk nest. And then hopefully that'll be the end of it. And we can yeah, move we'll on have to the, our winter bl- content block. We'll have the cleanup squad come in and sort of like flush out some of those ancillary <laughs> hunks. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's no shade on the the hardworking people over at Amazon Prime and other streaming networks who uh, write the blurbs that um, you know tell us what these films are going to be about. But they could all do a better job, and in fact, we could do a better job, and we will do a better job. We'll show them how it's done. Be the change you want to see in the yeah. world. That's what Gandhi said, and this is what he was talking about when he said yeah. it. He was talking about our hit segment. It's called the blurb blurb betterers. Blurb betterers. Where we better the blurb, and we take the blurb that they have, and we make it better. And um, this one is particularly bad, and I, I've got a few directional ideas about how we can fix it. But let me read it to Great. you. Great. Okay. An ambitious secretary masquerades as her boss in a successful business deal, winning her boss's boyfriend in the process. But what will happen when her identity is revealed? With Sigourney Weaver, comma, Alec Baldwin. This is my main note on this. From the beginning, the first thing that jumps out at me, and it's even stated in the film, there's a moment where, uh, like, in the dream sequence that you're talking about, the new admin for Melanie Griffith does ask her not to call her as secretary. That's your desk. I don't think so. Oh, yes. I sit out here. Sorry, I thought the secretary would sit out here. That's right. I'm the secretary. If it's okay, I prefer assistant. Even in the 80s, that was sort of like, not like in fashion anymore. Call me an assistant. So I think we got to fix that. And so this thing starts out of the gate with an ambitious secretary. What do you think about an ambitious working girl? Um, I think that's good branding. Yeah, it's good branding for the film. And then I was thinking we could go a step further. I think we could also, oh yeah, please. I think ambitious is also like kind of, shady in a way where it's like oh it's like oh it's wrong to somehow like have ambition so like in fact being ambitious is just like that's part of the job if this were a man we wouldn't say he's ambitious we would just say he's doing his job so what about a working working girl Tate. Yeah. Okay. I thought I was was making a progressive statement, but maybe it came out wrong. A working, working girl. Okay. And then I was gonna say, and this is about as far as I got. But instead of masquerades as her boss, which is like, I don't know. Again, it just feels like a little bit shady towards Melanie Griffith, who's just like trying to get ahead. And it it also didn't uh, do that. I think she used her own name throughout. And it elides the Maybe fact that the important fact that her boss in this case is a boss. What do we say? Boss girl or girl boss is a girl boss. I think it works so what about way. instead of all of that loaded sentiment, a working, working girl works as a girl. Wow. Yeah. 
I love how efficient it is. It gives us plenty of room to do more, but I'll say this. I don't think we need to. <laughs> I think that should be the whole thing. Well, let's go through it and see if there's any more we can... Uh, no, what, uh, what else What else was there to mine out? Because I also didn't love either their choice of actors, featured actors at the end, nor did I love the way they were presented. So I want to work on that. So the, that. the next line is, Mask Raisers are boss in a successful business deal. Uh, you know what's an easier and better way to say successful is just occurring for me? Working. Oh, yeah. It works. It works. So, and I guess another way of saying business, honestly, is working, too. Yeah. And then deal, you could say, with working in the sense of, like, a magical working, you know? Yeah. So tell me if this sounds bad. A working, working girl works as a girl and a working, working, working. Um, I think it's good technically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not... Is it readable? Hmm. <laughs> it came out. It came out pretty easy for me. Yeah, it seemed rehearsed. <laughs> well, uh, I think it's fine. Maybe, maybe the working, working, working at the at the end is really where I'm getting a little gummed up. Okay, what do you like? But I mean, we're approach? a little bit committed to kind of keeping it in the realm of like trying to use words like working and girl for the most part what's the what are the three different workings represent give me the like cipher for each successful that business stepping. deal yeah successful is working business is yeah. working and a deal is a kind of a working as in the sense of like you know what you know how they say that in fantasy novels like oh i've made i've made a great working do you is it the last working you don't like is that the one that's sticking for you do you want to fix that because working working is right Successful I'm saying business. if I can wedge a girl in edgewise anywhere in there just to break up some <laughs> of the monotony, you know? And maybe business doesn't become working. Maybe it becomes girl What about working? girl boss? So a working girl boss working? Okay, works as a girl boss. Perfect. In a working girl boss working. Are you happy with that? Yeah. So the next line is winning her boss's boyfriend in the process well I he's also say, a boss so sh it could be boss's yeah. boss friend oh that's good what about working to win her girl bosses yeah working boy working boy boss okay, uh, that's good working boy boss in the process should we just say in the working for that or does that feel a in, little bit too much <laughs> in the <laughs> working work. process i think there we can get a little we can be drop it down, down to a little more casual just to maintain that rhythm okay we can just say at work oh sure yeah Okay, and then so the next line is, but what will... So we're saying the same... Guys, we're saying the same thing you said, but we're saying it better. It's the same fucking thing. We're using your words and we're just... We're just taking the formula and we're plugging different it. integers in, you know? Yeah. So See the next line is, out. but what will happen when her identity is revealed? What about, but will it work? <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. We could throw a little sass on it and be like, but girl, will it work? <laughs> I like that. But girl, will it work? What about like, yes, boss? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then the next line is with Sigourney Weaver, comma Alec Baldwin. Those aren't the main people. In I don't it. love it's it. It's mainly not even the main Melanie guys. Griffith, and yeah. so with Working Girl, with Working Girls, Melanie Griffith, or can we just say with Working Girl? I think we can say with Working Girls, Working Girl. Yeah. And then oh, yes. what else, who else was in it? Anyone with else? Working Girls, Working Girl, and Working Girls, Working Girl boss. That's Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, and boy boss. And yeah. working girls, boy boss. And then, then we can say a new sentence and say, and Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I think this is pretty good. And the sister of the guy who almost got uh, Tanner fired from 
that's probably too wordy. That's that's gonna yeah. add a lot of length to the plural. That might be a little bit much. Should we'll I say parentheses back. featuring David Duchovny? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we want to okay. feature. We want to get as many hunks up on the uh, <laughs> marquee as possible. <laughs> okay, tell me if this makes sense and sounds better than the thing that they did. Yeah, yeah. A working working girl works as a girl boss, and a working girl boss working, working to win her girl boss's working boy boss at work. But girl, will it work? Yes, boss. With Working Girls, Working Girl, Working Girls, Girl Boss, and Working Girls, Boy Boss, and Alec Baldwin, featuring David Duchovny. I think that's great. (laughs) I think it's fucking wonderful. It says the same fucking thing. It does a good job of advertising the title of the movie and getting it stuck in your head, and it is titillating. I think a skilled, like, trailer cutter could also find little snatches of that to, like, pull out and feature on, like, (laughs) a title card somewhere, you know? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, imagine it read in that, like, in a world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. What else do we have left to do? We've hunted all the hunks. We've hunted all the hunks. We We've can... bettered all the bl- blurbs. We do have a hit segment where we talk about the Rotten Tomato. Well, you don't know about this. Tanner, I should tell you. Wait, you I do? Have, there's a, I have a hit well, segment. fun. Can I do it? No. It's like, it's not that I don't want you to or that I think you'd be bad at it, but it would be, like, weird it would be weird for the guy who does do it if it i did that, it is without it the bubble him. guy yeah it's the bubble guy it's arbiter tanner oh it's like one of like everyone's favorite okay segments, i do I cool yeah. things in the future when i'm not <laughs> yeah. here okay. actually do yeah. cool things with the for a future version of you <laughs> he's pucked <laughs> but like we hang out okay fine you hang out with my the puck version, the frozen puck of me. That sounds nice. Why don't you go and do that? I'll let you go. I'll bring Arbiter Tanner <laughs> in here. <laughs> Arbiter Tanner, welcome. Uh, thank you. This week we're talking about working girls. Sorry to get right into it, but we got to do the work. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that girls couldn't work in your time. In our time, it's still like not quite there. <laughs> girls can do whatever they want in my time. That's nice. Yeah. In my time, girls can do whatever they want, and we call it being a girl boss. Wow. Um, and this is our hit segment where we talk about the Rotten Tomatoes reviews of the film. It's called On the One Hand. Uh-huh. Um, I know. And so I've collected a few uh, positive the only middling. The thing you call, me, you call me in for every week. Yeah. <laughs> Negative reviews. I have of the other film. interests. That's not in the purview of this podcast. Um, I'd in like fact, to. If you ever wanted to let the other dude do this one. And yeah. call me in for one of the other things. I would love to take a swing at one of them. Do you think you could be better a blurb? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I highly doubt it. You should have seen what we did with Working Girl. It was a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> um, it seemed like a lot of pre-pro. <laughs> uh, what I'd like to do is begin with the positive reviews of the film uh, in a segment within a segment that we call On the One Hand. A couple of these are both from the Hacker Collective Anonymous. Uh, the first one is from the Hacker Collective Anonymous, a representative of, same, in Guy Fox Mask, who gave this film five stars on November 20th, 2014, with the following review in all caps. And there's a lot of punctuation. First word is in quotes. Good. After the second word, there's an ellipsis. And after the final word, there's three exclamation points. And it's what? all caps. So here's what we've got. Light. That's in quotes. Comedy. Dot, dot, dot. Cook to the max! Exclamation point, exclamation Say point. Say that one exclamation again. Point. Light. Got comedy. Yeah. Cooked to the max! <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's it? That's the review. That's uh, there, the entire thing. That's the very enthusiastic review of this film. Yeah. <laughs> Lights? Lights. I'm thinking? 
I think they're describing it. They're saying oh, it's a light comedy. Yeah, but is it light? Yeah, quote unquote. No, it's not. It's I guess it's dark. I didn't find it very dark. I don't know. Anyway, that's the review. Cooks right. to the max. <laughs> <laughs> I think it stands by itself. It's beautiful. No notes. <laughs> the next review is from uh, someone from the Hacker Collective Anonymous who gave this film five stars on December 30th, 2007 with the following review. So wait, where are the aliens? Why did you th- why, why do they think there's aliens? Is there like another? Do you think it's because of David Earth Duchovny? Girls Aren't Easy? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they thought it was Earth Girls Aren't Easy. Easy mistake to make. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. it is. It actually, Earth Girls are easy because it is an easy mistake to make. Yeah. <clears throat> Working Girls is also the name of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, if you count a 1974 American sexploitation film. Okay. Seven but films. Any of them have ancient aliens in them? No. Okay. Weird. Maybe it's David Duchovny. I'd like Could to now feature for you a uh, segment uh, where we talk about the middling reviews of films called On the Fence Hand. Uh, this first one is from this, uh, a member of the Hacker Collective, Anonymous, who gave this film four stars on November 22nd, 2020. And what they have said is, let me tell you what's not working, girl. That yeah, hair. That's that sad. <laughs> Whose hair? I think it's Melanie's hair. It's pretty bad. Her and then they've done great. the um, they've done the like emoji where it's like someone's painting their nails. Oh, yeah. I yeah. liked this throwing, review. Throwing shade. Yeah. Yeah. The haircuts in the film are pretty bad, and it's there's like a funny moment where I had to chuckle. Where like Melly Griffith's hair is like fucking insane, but then she like after she decides to become a girl boss, she like goes to do a makeover and gets a haircut, and like her hair is still insane. But <laughs> yeah, it's 1988. I think like from know? the point of view of the film, it's like haha, wasn't it crazy before? And now it's like good, but it's like no, it's still pretty fucking crazy. Like all of the hair in this film is wild. Yeah. Next review, middling reviews from a, a member of the Hacker Collective Anonymous who gave this f- the film three and a half stars on August 7th, 2016. The following review, July 20th, 2016, Nikki's House. Nikki o- Trying to think of the name. Trying to see if it rings. I looked it up and I'll probably bleep it because I think it's a real person because I found him on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just a guy. It's just a That's lady. Just- it's just maybe that's where this person watched the film. I guess so. That was I guess that was my assumption, but it's like kind of a weird choice <laughs> to leave as like well, a public Well, I don't know. Review. It puts me in a time and place. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, All specifically right. Nikki's I'm, house. What yeah. was the reviewer's name? Uh, it's a member of the Hacker Collective Anonymous. All right, an- Anonymous. Like, <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. But you put me there. Now what? Yeah. But that's it. That's the review. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, they um, said. I guess the he's just—he's like putting person. me there to just sort of like yeah. experience it. You know, yeah. Like, this is my review. Like, imagine this: it's yeah. July twentieth, twenty sixteen. You're at Nikki's house. Nikki's who? You say Nikki? Are you there? Okay. okay. And you're watching Working Girl, and that's it. That's the fantasy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's like I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, this next review is from a member of the Hacker Collective uh, Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, who gave this film four stars on June 3rd, 2010, with the following review. You, and it's just the letter U, capital U. You haven't oh, seen Prince. Working Girl? Question mark. Me, I have. Yeah, I have too. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> How many stars? Four stars. <laughs> uh, still, that's fair. This is a segment within a segment uh, where we talk about the negative reviews of the film. It's called On the Other Hand. First one is from a member of the Hacker Collective Anonymous. 
who gave this film half a star on February 1st, 2008, the following review. I might like it if my wife would sit down and watch it. We have, quote unquote, played it 12 times this week. Walmart, two for $5. What? He bought it twice? I think, I think what's going on here. <laughs> what? Is that this member of the Hacker Collective Anonymous and his wife went to Walmart. There was a two for $5 special. It's 2008, on... so it's like DVDs probably. Working and they DVDs? bought two films from the bargain bin. One of them was w- Working Girl. And then he and his wife have sat down 12 separate times to try to watch it. And like for whatever reason, she like won't sit through the movie. And yeah. that has caused him to give it half a star. <laughs> I wonder. That's what I think has here. happened. Yeah. <laughs> I want to explore the possibility that this is like a proto Netflix and chill. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I and chill. Walmart I, DVD I bargain on, bin and <laughs> I throw on Working Girl and we can't make it to the end. <laughs> okay. This thing yeah. is a hunk nest. <laughs> Do you think that's what it means? We could also probably get that going again, you know? Yeah. Like, that's good. Yeah. Walmart bargain bill and what? Like hunk nest. <laughs> yeah. We could just start calling the Walmart bundle bins the hunk nests. And That's go good. there to go, to like go hunk hunting. That is fucking good. Yeah, well let's yeah. open our own. It'll be like one of those Halloween superstores. Like every October we will open up like a hunk hunters like pop-up yeah. store. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um I've got I guess just one more. It's uh, This one's from the Hacker Collective Anonymous. It gave it half a star, February 9th, 2008. Following review. In title case. Damn misleading title. Oh, I see. Working woman. Is that what you think it is? Or girl boss? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's no other information in the review? Maybe is working girl like a euphemism for a sex worker? Is that what's going on? I think um, a call girl? A working girl? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know why it was in title case. Weird review. A woman who works as a prostitute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. People maybe say it working is. girl to avoid saying prostitute. But well, she's not a prostitute. She's a she's a girl boss. I think that's I mean, I what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Too, but that's like, what he's she's saying. She's a business girl boss. She's a business girl boss. Yeah, I didn't really get this review and that person is definitely gonna be deprived of kisses, but I'm fascinated to know who is gonna be getting your Sweet, sweet smooches this week. Arbiter Tanner, who gave us the best review? I think the thing that's that is being told to me, yeah, that I didn't know by Google when I yeah. searched Melanie Griffith is that she's the mother of former the, the, what do we call friends of the show? Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, you mean former movie that we watched? Yeah, not really friend of the show, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I learned that too and then just like couldn't quite process it. Huh, okay. I think, here's what I think, and don't look it up, but I think that you'll be equally surprised by who Dakota Johnson's father is. Don't look it up. That's what I think. Dwayne Johnson? I I don't know who it is. I gotta look it up. I've come to think there's like some like tickle at the edge of my memory that's like, not only does she have a like surprisingly famous mom, but I think she has a surprisingly oh, famous wow. dad too. TV's yeah. Don Johnson, Nash Bridges. <laughs> uh, 
Um, who are you going to give your kisses to, Arbiter Tanner? Because I need to send you back. Home There's nothing I love more than coming to your time and immersing yeah. myself in your culture and in yeah. your primitive ways and hearing your archaic form of English and hearing how snobby you are about it, even though it's so backwards <laughs> and primitive to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the reviewer who took me out of this primitive hellscape and brought yeah. me into 2016. <laughs> To Was, um to Nikki's house? house? Nikki's house. <laughs> Deserves all my kisses this week. I'm gonna port back. Okay, goodbye. Tanner, welcome home. I missed you. Uh I guess we have time Search to do for a... Don Johnson is open on my computer. Yeah. We have time to do a quick burn. Dakota I... Johnson's dad. Huh. I would be remiss if I didn't say I have a head He's for business and a body for sin. <laughs> you say that? I don't say it. She says it. Oh, to whom? Harrison Ford's Jack Ryan. Okay. It's just yes. like a real banger line. I don't have Good any comments on it. No yeah. notes, but I just feel like you can't talk about working girl without saying Me too. Mentioning hey. that somebody might hey. have a head for business and a body for sin. Yeah. Me too. Gluttony. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, a head for business, a body for sin. Sloth, can I get a nap? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, there's something there. Uh yeah. we can do burns and then we have to go. Um uh, do you want me to say mine? Yeah, you get yours up first. Oh, one of the hunks has been hiding from us. It's Alec Baldwin's Jack Ryan. We forgot to talk about him. He's her sleazy boyfriend. Oh, yeah, and she catches cheats on him her. cheating on her. And then cheats on her. He then they gets like, married to her, like, whatever he was cheating on her with. Joan Cusack, sister of uh, somebody who famously, we won't say who it was, but famously did try to get Tanner fired, but failed. No, I don't yeah, know. You come I for the king. Say that libel, come for the king. You better libel. not miss. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, j- I mean, uh, <laughs> Joan Cusack's brother uh, could do a better job of hunk hunting. Maybe we can show you how to do it next time. <laughs> we could go after him. <laughs> I'm sure he's in a movie with one of these hunks. Uh, we won't Why say who it is, down. but Alec Baldwin does then very sleazily like propose to her in front of a bunch of people, which is fucked up because they're broken up because he cheated on her, and that's my burn. Hey, when are we going to toast it to you, Mick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we haven't uh, really discussed it. I mean, not recently. No. You don't discuss it, boy. You just ask. That's right. Yeah. Here? Yeah. Yeah. Now? Now. Yeah. On your knees, man. Come on. <laughs> Alec Baldwin says, Tess, will you marry me? And Melanie Griffith says, Maybe. And Alec Baldwin says, That's an answer. And Melanie Griffith says, You want another answer? Ask another girl. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and that's a girl boss. Ask another girl boss is my only note she should have said. Yeah, ask another girl boss. And he's yeah. like, well, I hear Sigourney Weaver is available yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have one. I'm sure I did in the in the moment, but I, I lost it. That's fine. That's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me this week. I'd like to... Thank Arbiter Tanner for dropping by to review the reviewers. Who reviews the reviewers? It's Arbiter Tanner. I push you out of the way. I grab the wheel of the escalator. <laughs> I'm taking this one, Jack. Here are your choices this week. Okay. <laughs> um, James Earl Jones is in Judge Dredd. Is he? Yeah. I love see. that movie. Wait, with Sly or the other one? I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'm guessing Sly. There's I'm one by the Sly. guy who did the raid. That's better. I know, I remember we went and saw that with like a a new colleague once. It was a very odd night. 
Actually, yeah. it was a fine night. We had a great time. Yeah, but it was. I think if it's the night you're talking about, it was weird because the new colleague was. He like invited himself along. Pretty brand new, and, and was like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" And we're like, "Oh, we're going to go see a movie." He was like, "Oh, well, I'm not doing anything," and it was a little odd. James Earl Jones actually does not appear to be in the. <laughs> oh, he is. He's in the. I won't. We'll have to go hunt him. But he is in uh, 1995's. Judge, Judge Dredd, Dredd starring Sylvester Stallone. So that's your okay. first option. Wow, don't fucking threaten me with a good time. <laughs> your second option is um Oh, let's go. There's a final um there's a final Jack Ryan we haven't even gotten like eyes on yet, you know? Like we're oh, still yeah. gathering intel on. And it's Chris Pine. Oh, wow. He's in lots of good things. Wait, what did I see him in recently that he was so good in? Probably uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Love that. <laughs> That's what it was. Let's find the. Let's find a good romance that he's in. Okay. Oh, here he's in um, the Princess Diaries two royal engagement. Okay, great. I'm interested. So that's your option number two. Yeah. Okay. And that's that would be our final like check on the Jack Ryan list. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't think we've apprehended any of these guys, but at least like we've got our dossier. Yeah. Um, and then finally, it would be um, we've. I think Alec Baldwin has disappeared into the mists. Yeah. You know, we've, we've been we won't on be able to hunt him for a little too bit. much lately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess we could circle back to Sam Neill, the Horse Whisperer. No. Ooh. What? I do want to watch the Horse Whisperer. I, I'm pulling the ripcord and saying. What do you think this this movie was definitely a romance, right? Working girl? Fuck yes it was. So we have every justification to do something that is less explicitly romantic. That's true, yeah. And we're circling back to Sam Neill. Okay. The uh, a a mistake not, not to, to hit, hit Event Horizon. Event Horizon. <laughs> Don't you think? You think that's that your third option. Time. Well, I was going to say Princess Diaries too, but I'll I'll allow you to make an exact decision and put Event Horizon on our horizon if you if now's the time. We'll we're definitely going to watch it. I think we've done two hard romances in a row. Yeah. Armageddon okay. and yeah. okay. uh Working Girl. Okay. Next week we're watching Event Horizon. It's one happening. for that's two for them. One for yeah. us. Next week we're watching Hunk. And we'll get that final uh we'll get that final Jack Ryan eventually. Yeah. Okay, fine. But we need to circle back to those other two movies that you said. Horse Whisperer and Princess Diaries too. Um, okay, next week we're going to be watching Event Horizon. It's fun where we're going. We don't need any eyes to see. And who says we that? Will. I would Punk wait to watch the movie. Sam Neill. You do need. You do need them. He I was would wrong. just watch the movie first and then then judge. In retrospect, you think he probably mis, mis is misstating that. You won't need the them for podcasting. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to that. Meant. I will remind everyone, please uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Thank you to everyone who has done that recently. It really does help to support the show. It's only $5 a month, and it keeps us going here and keeps us podcasting. And it's also fun. We're having a lot of fun in there. It's patreon.com slash podcast. Join our Facebook group. It's Baby Nation on Facebook. Everyone is nice and good in there. And recommend the show and rate it on various platforms wherever i would like to say this week that we watch film film we watch called working girl next week we're watching another film starring one of the hunks from the hunt for red october in our continuing content block film is called event horizon romance movie everyone (laughs) put it on throw on like a steamy bubble bath i'm scared get out the ipad mini and throw it on yeah (laughs) light some candles yeah 
All that remains for me to say this week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope you find your Melanie ever after. Best I could do. Fine. Griffin. <laughs> it's